It's time for Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. Welcome to this Sant Mat Satsang podcast edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio. A program titled The Sant Mat Family Tree or Lineage of Masters. Before I get to today's program, a couple of other points of interest. In the near future, I'm doing programs on several subjects related to the path of the masters, a culture of love, the heart of mysticism, about the love and devotion, the bhakti aspect of the masters, a program on Rumi poetry and the Sufi Gnostics titled Visions of Allah, an Anurag Sagar satsang featuring Kabir and the Anurag Sagar, India's Gnostic Gospel. The Sarbachan Radhaswami prose and poetry of Swamiji Maharaj of Agra. In the near future, I also plan on doing a show on a wonderful book called The Spiritual Seeker's Guide, or that's the name I've given it. There was all of this wonderful material in contemporary English, written for Westerners to meet their spiritual needs where they're at, on a website that was in the process of being disconnected from the web and vanishing forever. So I took the opportunity to liberate the contents of that website and turn it into a book that I've given the name Spiritual Seeker's Guide and put it online for free because it's such a wonderful book about new spiritual seekers. You know, it's intended for new spiritual seekers wanting to learn the path of the masters and the meditation practice, and it's just perfect for new people exploring the path. So I want to do a whole show on it in the near future. Here's a preview, a sneak peek, a sample sentence from The Spiritual Seeker's Guide. So long as you do not experience the withdrawal of spirit within you, the spiritual path is a myth for you. To attain this experience, you have to perform the spiritual practices with full zest and fervor every day, as prescribed by a living master. What an extraordinary sentence that puts it in a very clear, understandable way. Baba Kehar Singh of the Tarn Satsang said something similar, and this is a rough paraphrase of a saying of his. Only when you reach the third eye center has something significant occurred. You know, prior to that time, we have faith instead of gnosis. We have theory or intellectual information, but not practice. We have theology or beliefs, but no personal direct experience. But when we reach the third eye center, we cross over. We cross through this barrier or boundary between the physical plane and the astral and have our own direct experience. No longer hearsay, no longer faith, conjecture, or theory, but practice. So long as you do not experience the withdrawal of spirit within you, 
The spiritual path is a myth for you. To attain this experience, you have to perform the spiritual practices, in other words, the meditation practices with full zest and fervor every day as prescribed by a living master. I look forward to that program all about the Spiritual Seeker's Guide. It's a book already online, though. If you'd like to read it, you certainly can. Send an email to me and request a link to the Spiritual Seeker's Guide. I'll be happy to send it to you. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. And now for the inbox section. I received an email from someone today earlier saying, what is the difference between the Maharishi Mehi or Tulsi Sahib branch of Santmat and that of Radhaswami? Are there similarities? Are there differences? One major difference is that in the Maharishi Mehi and indeed in Hathras, the Tulsi Sahib Sangat as well, and all of those branches related to Sant Tulsi Sahib, there is always more than one master, more than one spiritual successors. It is a group of gurus, not just one. So that's one major difference, because in, in later Radhaswami and Ruhani Satsang, as it developed in the mid-20th century and beyond, it developed into a single master presiding over one satsang and a sense that there only is one master. Prior to that time, with the Agra Radhaswami satsang, you have Swamiji Maharaj being one of several successors of Tulsi Sahib and Maharaj Gudhari Sahib. And Shivdayal Singh, or Swamiji Maharaj, appointed several successors there. And prior to the time of Radhaswami and Tulsi Sahib, you always have multiple masters. I mean, Darya Sahib of Bihar, multiple masters. And as you go back further in time, more of same. A, a Kabir line of masters, a Guru Nanak and Sikh line of masters contemporary with one another. And then in Rajasthan, the Dadu Dayal Satsang with another lineage of masters contemporary with those other two at the same time. So that idea of a single guru, one and only guru, is a fairly recent origin. But throughout most of Santmat history, there's always multiple successors multiple gurus. Now, there are, other, there are other similarities and differences worth noting, and soon I hope to write a paper on the subject of the Bihar Maharishi Mehi Tulsi Sahib branch of Sant Mat. So, look for that sometime in the weeks to come. If you have any questions, feel free to send something to my inbox. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com Now, there are other uh, programs I have plans to do. I want to do a sequel to the Gospel of Mary Magdalene program, one on the Gospel of Thomas, my most popular show of all time, on the spiritual meaning of the Gospel of Thomas and Syriac mysticism. 
Now, I do need to purchase several rare and fairly expensive books, and that's one reason why donations are so useful to not only, you know, helping with the operational costs and carrying on doing this show from uh, week to week and month to month, but I also can't just coast, you know, rest on my laurels and so on. There, there has to be new books and new research, new articles leading to new podcasts. And so there are some wonderful books of science from India and Syriac mystics of the East. Lots of books I know of that I really should have. So donations are extremely useful for many different purposes related to producing this program. There is a donate button on my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. The yellow donate button is on most every page. And having said that, let's dive into today's program. The Sotmot Family Tree, or Lineage of Masters. For the first time, I want to delve into and provide spiritual quotes and discourses from so many masters directly related to this lineage of Santmat, the path of the masters. And this is a fairly unusual thing. I'm one of the few people that have actually published articles on the subject of who those masters might be, and certainly the only person doing a radio program and podcast on this topic to have delved into this, to explore in depth this question of the past lineage of masters, who was the master of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, and who was that person's master, and so on, back through the mists of time. The Sotmat family tree, or lineage of masters, includes the writings of Guru Kabir, Sandharm Das, and related Anurag Sagar, Kabir Sagar materials, Sant Sat Sahib, Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar, Sant Telsi Sahib of Hathras, and the more recent masters, including Radhaswami, in an attempt to represent something of, an inkling of, the lineage. From the time of Kabir up to the living present, many generations of Sant Sat Gurus. This is a passage from Andrea Lane's book, The Gnostic Mystery. Tulsi Sahib, a saint or saint of Hathras from the 19th century, recognized that saints drew upon the teachings of other saint figures as spiritual resources, pointing out the common spiritual roots. He identified this movement as a coherent spiritual tradition, which he called saint Mat, simply meaning a saint faith. Tulsi Sahib comments, Quote, the principles and tenets of Santmat are one and the same, only there is a difference in terminology. The principles and tenets of Santmat are one and the same, only there is a difference in terminology. Since the same principles have been stated using different names, you become confused and do not understand them. Kabir explained Santmat in his way, and other Sants in other ways. The religion of all those who have gained access within is one and the same. Unquote. I've written a booklet about who I believe Sant Tulsi Sahib's guru was, and therefore identifying a specific family tree or lineage of past masters going back a few generations. Everyone wants to know 
where their spiritual path comes from, or at least I hope they do. So a bit of a history lesson, and then we'll delve back into the world of spirituality, meditation, and poetry after the history. The Granth, or literature of this line of masters, includes the voluminous writings of Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar, such as the Darya Sagar, or the Ocean of Darya, the Kabir Sagar, or Ocean of Kabir, the Anurag Sagar, or Ocean of Love, and other spiritual classics associated with Sant Dharamdas, a devotee of Kabir and his successors. If you'd like to read my booklet titled The Origins of Sant Mat, the Five Names and the Identity of Tulsi Sahib's Guru, send me an email. I'll be happy to send you a link right to it. It's online. You can read it for free. Again, my email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. The Origins of Sant Mat, the Five Names and the Identity of Tulsi Sahib's Guru traces the direct Sant Mat Guru lineage from Kabir to his successors, eventually to Sant Dharamdas, Charumani Nam, the successor and son of Sant Dharamdas, then from there to Sat Sahib, Darya Sahib's guru, to Sant Darya Sahib, to Tulsi Sahib, and his spiritual successors, including Sir Swami Baba Devi Sahib, Maharaj Gudhari Sahib, Swami Ji Maharaj, a.k.a. Sant Radha Swami Sahib, or Shith, uh, Shiv Dial Singh, Seth Shiv Dial Singh, also known as Swami Ji Maharaj, and Ram Krishna, not to be confused with other Ram Krishnas in the history of India, though several successors of Tulsi Sahib. Once again, a- asking or answering, actually, the question that someone posed earlier, about multiple successors or one of the main differences between the Tulsi Sahib group and others. Multiple successors, more than one guru being appointed by a master. The Sant Mat we know can be traced back to Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar. There was one living master directly named and quoted on many occasions in the writings and hymns of Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. And the name of that guru was Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar. If Tulsi hadn't received initiation directly from Darya by the age of 17, when they both were still alive at the same time and contemporaries on the planet, the references to Darya Sahib in Tulsi's writings and hymns still makes sense if he received initiation from one of Darya's successors, which is another possibility. Anyone initiated by those successors would likely have much reverence for Darya Sahib, the great master, a towering figure of Sant Mat during those days. According to the texts from the Sant Darya Sahib group, those spiritual successors of Darya Sahib were authorized by him to initiate people into Surat Shabd Yoga, in other words, meditation upon the inner light and sound of God. Sat Parush, or the Supreme Being, is the Living Lord, and his own son serves as the ladder. That ladder is continued through me, said Darya. Fakardas, Bastidas, and Gunadas are the ladders proceeding from me. Again, multiple successors being the norm. 
Darius Sahib, whomsoever they appoint as their successors would also be known as ladders. Thus will my line of succession continue. Those souls who remain in obedience to those successors shall cross the ocean of this world, the ocean of samsara. How long will this line of succession continue? Kindly relate it to us in your own words, asked one of those successors, Fakar Das. Listen mindfully. I explain this to you, says Darya. Darya Sahib, on the line of masters in this Kali Yuga of time, this epoch of the current age, as long as the discipline of the sound current is preserved, unadulterated, this line of masters will truly continue. But when it is mixed with outer rituals and display of external garbs, my sound current will part company, my divine essence will depart, and the souls will go into the mouth of Kal. Then shall I come to this world and shall proclaim the teaching of the sound current again. Proclaiming the teaching, I shall found the line of succession. And emancipating the souls, I shall take them to my abode. For eons I have been coming and imparting the teaching of the sound current, said Darya Sahib of Bahar. Now that expression going into the mouth of Kal, that is an Indian expression for falling into the trap of illusion coming under the power or influence of the negative power, which is all about sleep and forgetfulness and religious rites and rituals and why do we need to meditate anyway and, and all of the traps of the mind that put the souls to sleep and take them away from this living mystic path into this unquestioning world of slumber where there is no interest in going within, going beyond or making progress, no sense that there is any progress to make, nothing to meditate upon, nowhere to go, nothing to see, nothing to hear no ascension of the soul, no destination, all of that forgotten, no light, no sound, no master, no initiation, no ascension, no inner planes, all just covered over by the sands of time, falling into the mouth of Kal. By examining the Adi Granth and related Sikh sources, one can notice that one of the five initiation mantra names is not a term they used, not part of their path. Another clue is that though the word Kala turns up on a few occasions, the all-important and familiar term Kal Naringen is not present in the Sikh world, Adi Granth, Sikh scriptures. Dharam Raj and Yama, or the god of death, are the Sikh or Adi Granth words used for the negative power, the lord of death. Of course, Tulsi Sahib, not being Sikh, not wearing a turban, and not making the Adi Granth any sort of primary satsang text, are also worth noticing. The only teaching that has ever 
directly linked contemporary Santmat to Gobind Singh of the Sikhs only appeared recently in history, and that is the Ratnagar Rao theory. After the break, I'll delve into the Ratnagar Rao theory, and then from there we'll delve into the lineage of masters and get back beyond the history to spiritual teachings from what I identify to be the earlier masters of this lineage, the origin of this path, the Santmat family tree. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. Stay tuned for more coming up after this break. Santmat family tree or lineage of masters today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. Where does this path of Santmat, the path of the masters, come from? Everyone wants to trace their DNA back to see where it may lead. Everyone wants to know where their spiritual path comes from, going back over the centuries. And I have done quite a bit of research into this question of who Tulsi Sahib's guru might have been and therefore the past history of this particular spiritual path from India known as Santmat, a very Eastern Gnostic mystical path, where it comes from, and therefore the identity of the earlier masters and literature of this path. Before the break, I was starting to delve into the Ratnagar Rao theory of a Sikh connection and I was starting to explore my reasoning for not going along with that. By examining the Adi Granth and related Sikh sources, one can notice that one of the five names, one of the holy mantras, is not a name used in the Sikh world, not a part of the language, not a part of the vocabulary, not used in the Adi Granth and other writings or in the language of the Sikhs. Another clue is that Though the word Kala turns up on a few occasions, the all-important and familiar term for the negative power or Gnostic demiurge or lesser god called Kal Naringen is not present in the vocabulary of the Sikhs either. The Sikhs have another term for the negative power or this lesser god of illusion and maya. They use the term Dharam Raj. They also use the term Yama for God of Death. I also mentioned that Tulsi Sahib didn't seem very Sikh. Didn't wear a turban, didn't wear a Sikh turban, didn't make use of the Adi Granth as a central or primary satsang text in his satsangs. And so, you know, not anything particularly Sikh about him. No special connection to Guru Gobind Singh going on there that's detectable or discernible in the teachings, the writings, and hymns of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. The only teaching that has directly linked contemporary Santmat to Guru Gobind Singh of the Sikhs only appears recently in history, the Ratnagar Rao theory. The Ratnagar Rao theory, rather than being part of the historic record or included in the earlier teachings of Tulsi Sahib himself, Swamiji Maharaj, 
Baba Jamal Singh and Samwan Singh actually first appears, uh, first gets introduced by Kirpal Singh as a new teaching and eventually incorporated into later editions of his books in the 60s and 70s. Kirpal Singh never cited any earlier sources about a Sant by the name of Sant Ratnagar Rao. And no one knows of anyone by that name in the history of India. There is no collection of hymns or shabs or kirtans by anyone by the name of Sant Ratnagar Rao. There is no sam- samad temple, no tomb or ashram associated with anyone by that name. In fact, Kirpal Singh, saying he tried to find evidence for a link between Tulsi Sahib and the Sikhs, but reports that he was unable to do so. In his writings, he said, History is generally generally written later on when nobody any longer knows. I tell you, I was going to write about Tulsi, a great saint from the East. I wanted to find out his lineage in connection with the life of Baba Jamal Singh, I wrote. I could not find it, unquote. Kirpal Singh, saying he could not find any direct historic link between Tulsi Sahib and an earlier Sant tradition. He may have had his theory, the Ratnagar Rao theory, but did not locate any evidence historically linking Tulsi Sahib to the Sikh gurus or, in fact, to any other Sant path for that matter. Prior to the invention of the Ratnagar Rao theory, nobody else in Santmat suggested that the line of masters had any direct connection to the 10th Sikh guru, or Sikh line of masters. There has been, of course, a general sense of appreciation for the Adi Granth, the Sikh gurus, as well as, of course, other great classic saints of India, such as Paltu Sahib, Namdev, Ravi Das, and any number of past saints of the tradition. No sense of any direct succession from the ten Sikh gurus. And, of course, Master Kirpal Singh passed on in 1974, so no further editing of the books, nothing changed at that point. So this Ratnagar Rao theory uh, became kind of a doctrine that was codified and kept preserved in the writings and there's no editing of course that could take place after the time of his passing so no further action there it became kind of a theory that has gotten loose uh, but as we heard from that uh, Kirpal Singh quote uh, it was very much up in the air and not a solid thing at all being very much interested in an objective history of the saints of India, I've always been very curious about this question of who Tulsi Sahib's guru might have been. Professor David Lane and myself have had some nice long phone conversations about this, dating all the way back to the early 1980s. It has become a kind of lifelong quest, part of my mission in life, in fact, to discover the answer to the question, who is Tulsi Sahib's guru? Where does this path come from? I do find there is a history-based evidence for a family tree of masters existing prior to the time of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras in the Sant Mat tradition of India. One, that 
are ideological soulmates teaching the familiar form of Sant Mat and Surat Shabd Yoga. I do believe there is such a group that is an ideological soulmate to contemporary Sant Mat that can be identified. Two, a group or lineage that mentions all five of the five names. Three, have a special fondness for the term Kal Naringen, a term for the negative power. Four, see the Anurag Sagar as an essential or central text defining the path of the masters during this vast epoch of time known as Kali Yuga. And five, that have inherited a version of history that says Sant Dharamdas was the true successor of Guru Kabir. That tells you a lot about the history of a group when they preserve in their teachings a view about who a primary spiritual successor was. If, it, if they said a different guru, that would tell us a lot as well. That would shed light that they were part of some other Kabir Panth. But when they say Sant Dharamdas was the successor of Kabir, that provides us with an address. That provides us with a specific spiritual path that we can research prior to the time of Tulsi Sahib. More about the family tree of Santmat after this break. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. today on Spiritual Awakening Radio. Before Kirpal Singh and contemporary Radhaswami, the guru was Sawan Singh. Before Sawan Singh was Baba Jamal Singh in the Bayas lineage. And his spiritual master was Seth Shivdayal Singh, also known as Swamiji Maharaj or Sant Radhaswami Sahib of Agra. And before him was Sant Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. But the question of who Tulsi Sahib's guru was has always been sort of a question mark, a bit of an unknown mystery. But as I've pointed out, when a master names one living master in his hymns, usually that's a clue, a major significant clue. If he names someone in his writings, in his hymns, and it's, it's the only living master of the time, and he's contemporary with that living master, usually that means that that's their guru. And there's a very strong case to be made for Tulsi Sahib's guru being Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar. Their teachings are identical, they're soulmates, they are contemporary with one another. And also by process of elimination, there's very little uh, likelihood it could have been anyone else. Darya Sahib of Bihar was a major figure in Sant Mat during the time of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras. This is from the Darya Sagar, the Ocean of Darya, one of the hymns of Darya Sahib of Bihar. The boundless Supreme Lord, who is in the beginning and the end, has descended to this earth. Eon after eon, he has been coming to impart wisdom to you. Understand his teachings and be immersed in his wisdom. 
When one looks within one's heart, being awakened, one is pulled up by a magnet-like divine sound. Without that sound, a living being comprises mere bones and blood, covered with skin on the outside. In a moment, life comes to an end, and all our kith and kin are left behind. But if the disciple follows the instructions imparted by the guru, and takes to heart the words from the Satguru's tongue, then one's inner eye is illumined, and one finds the source laden with blooming flowers of immortality. One then attains the pure swan state and is rid of the vices of the wicked crow. Such a one joins the family of the pure swans or heavenly birds or hansas and is never lost in the ocean of this world, says Daria. Hold fast to the sound current and offer your body and mind to it. Have love and endearment for Nam, and you will not be lost in the ocean of this world, this ocean of samsara. There can be no devotion without love. The inner lotus will wither without the water of love. So long as the technique of love is not gained, Whatever one talks of knowledge is in vain. But when one is merged in the Satguru's tranquil sound current, one automatically obtains the taste of the nectar of love. Just as the bee is allured by the lotus flower, and being unable to bear the agony of separation, unites with the flower. Or just as the moonbird's heart is absorbed in the moon, so should one be in love with the sound current without ever being forgetful, says Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar, the great master, just before the time of Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, who was an amazing spiritual teacher. There are a couple of books in the English language featuring the teachings of Darya Sahib. I highly recommend reading or studying the teachings of Darya Sahib of Bihar. Rare quotes from his spiritual master. Who was his spiritual master? Well, according to his own writings, his master was Sant Sat Sahib. That was the guru named by Sant Darya Sahib of Bihar in his writings. Here's a couple of quotes from Sat Sahib. The ultimate realm is unspeakable, which is fully contained within the inner mirror. The Akka or unspeakable realm is the source of the true Nam or the sound current. This Nam is the truest spiritual technique you have been given the seal to imprint the souls, and you know that the transaction is carried on through the true name, or Satnam. Whosoever comes bearing the imprint of your hand, I will take him to the other shore. Here he is speaking to Darya Sahib of Bihar, the master is speaking to the disciple. Priceless indeed is my name. Let one hold fast to it with proper concentration. 
Near such a person, call, the Lord of time, death, and illusion shall not go. While rising or sitting, let him fix his attention on it, and let him develop love for the divine light within. Let him abandon all deceptive worship of the gods and goddesses. Let him be absorbed in his real Lord, realizing him to be the truth. While rising and sitting, the Supreme Lord should be the center of his attention. And let him remain merged in the sound current. By taking refuge under the truth in such a way, he will certainly overcome calm. That's from a hymn of Sat Sahib, the spiritual master of Darya Sahib of Bihar. Okay then, well, who was the spiritual master of Sat Sahib? Well, that takes us back to the lineage of Dharam Das and Charumani Nam, Dharam Das's spiritual successor and his son, actually. Charumani Nam was his son. This tradition that is featured in a Santmat spiritual classic known as the Anurag Sagar. So the origin of this path, the match that we get, you know, the 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 teachings that we find present in and all of these masters, including Sat Sahib, Darya Sahib of Bihar, this is all very much Dharam Dasi teachings based on the Anurag Sagar presenting this battle between Kal Narinjan, the negative power, and Sat Parush, the positive power. So after the break, we'll delve into Dharam Das and the Anurag Sagar. You're hearing Spiritual Awakening Radio. Stay tuned. The Santmat family tree, the origin of this eastern Gnostic path called the path of the masters or Santmat, sometimes referred to as Radhaswami. And its spiritual practice is known as Surat Shabd Yoga, the yoga of inner light and sound, or inner light and sound meditation. The origin of this path I trace back to the Dharam Dasi branch of Kabir Panth and only to them as being the only compatible group that existed prior to the time of Darya Sahib and Tulsi Sahib. Earlier I listed my criteria for this pre-Tulsi Sahib spiritual path being the match, being the family tree. They would be ideological soulmates teaching the familiar form of Santmat and Surat Shabd Yoga, need for a living master, inner light and sound, meditation, and so on, ascension of the soul through the eight planes of consciousness. Two, they mention all five of the five names. Three, they have a special fondness for the term Kal Naringen and present an almost Manichaean battle between the positive power Sat Parush and the negative power known as Kal Naringen. Four, they see the Anurag Sagar as an essential central text 
defining the path of the masters during this Kali Yuga. And five, have inherited the version of history that says Sant Dharam Das was the real spiritual successor of Guru Kabir. Darya Sahib of Bihar happens to have been associated with this very same Sant Darya Sahib Kabir, a line of gurus embodying those five essential ingredients listed above that I just mentioned. And for other reasons also, which I have written about in my booklet on the origins of Sant Mat, the five names, and the identity of Tulsi Sahib's guru. So my take is, most likely Tulsi Sahib of Hathras was initiated by Darya Sahib of Bihar, or one of his successors, same difference. If more writings of Sant Tulsi Sahib end up being translated into English, it will be especially of interest to see if, in addition to more references to Darya Sahib of Bihar, if names of any of Darya Sahib's disciples or successors also turn up. As I have written, I see the lineage directly going back to Sant Dharam Das, the disciple of Kabir. So I would say an approximate description of the lineage of masters looks something close to this. Sant Dharam Das to Chairumani Nam, Dharam Das's son, to Sat Sahib, Darya Sahib's guru, to Darya Sahib of Bihar, and or to one of his successors, like Bastidas, Tikadas, or Gunadas, to Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, and then, of course, to his spiritual successors, one of them being Swamiji Maharaj or Sant Radhaswami Sahib of Agra. And from there, the rest is history up to the present time, up to the living present. That's my view of the succession. Kabir to Dharam Das to Chairumani Nam to Sat Sahib Darya Sahib of Bihar to Darya's successors to Tulsi Sahib of Hathras and his successors and here we are. This is from the book Sants, Sads, and Mahatmas, or actually Sants, Sads, Mahatmas, and Devotees of the Past by S.D. Maheshwari, published in Agra, India. After having adopted Kabir Sahib's Sauron, or spiritual protection, Dharmdasji gave away with utter abandon all his wealth and property and started living at the Guru's holy feet in Kashi. Kabir's feet, or he was a disciple of Kabir in Kashi. After Dharmdasji, his son, Chairumani, to attain the same high status, Kabir Sahib, after departure to his original abode in 1518 A.D., was succeeded by Dharam Das Ji, who obtained possession of all Kabir's books. Dharam Das Ji continued to awaken jivas, or souls, and impress the greatness of Sant Mat firmly upon them for many years. 
After his departure from this world, he was succeeded by Chairumaniji. And that's a quote from Sants, Sads, Mahatmas and Devotees of the Past by S.D. Maheshwari, published in Agra, India by Swami Bhag. O Guru, God of Gods, grantest thou the gift of bhakti or love. May I never be oblivious of thy lotus feet, whose siva or selfless service may I always perform. Says Dharam Das, I shall neither take to pilgrimage nor undertake fasts nor even worship in temples. I shall keep my gaze fixed on thee alone and shall not care for anybody else. O Lord, listen thou to this prayer of Dharam Das. Grantest thou thy darshan or vision after removing all the curtains between thyself and me and makest me thine own. My Satguru has come to me today as my honored guest. I shall sacrifice before him my body, my mind, and my life. On hearing that, my Satguru is coming. I wander hither and thither, elated beside myself with joy. Some mystic verses of Sant Dharam Das, the disciple of Guru Kabir, one of the earliest masters in this Santmat family tree. My name is James Bean. If you'd like to receive a copy of my booklet on the origins of Santmat, send me an email. I'll send you a link to it. My address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. You can also send a text message to this number, 508-603-9381. And be sure to visit my website, spiritualawakeningradio.com. In a couple of weeks from now, I'll do kind of a continuation of this program, a Anurag Sagar Satsang, exploring the literature of Sant Dharam Das and this early lineage of Kabir masters, the Kabir lineage, with the literature of the Anurag Sagar and other early texts of the Dharam Das disciples of Kabir and their spiritual successors, those masters around between the time of Kabir and Tulsi Sahib of Hathras, earlier masters in the Santmat family tree. See you again next week at the same time for another edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio. 